Dr. Brown? Oh, it's you. <laughs> Tis I. How are you this evening? I am rather well. How are you? I am also rather well. Um, just thought I'd call, say hello, do a little chit-chat. Haven't spoken to you in forever. I don't think it's been since yesterday. Feels like a lifetime. Of course it has. Man. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you it, as well. It, it is 2020 now. I trust you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I have had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And if it's, did you know that 2020 is not a palindrome? Uh, and yeah, uh, well, um, of course it's not a palindrome. Who says it's a palindrome? I read that on the back of a matchbox. <laughs> that 2020 is not a palindrome? Yes. It was fun facts with some, I don't know, some professor, and it said 2020 is not a palindrome. Uh, well, yes, but. Neither is Eric Orozco, but maybe that should be put on the back of some matchbox. As long as you don't end up on the sort of side of milk. <laughs> I, think... I guess the problem I'm having is understanding whether or not anyone thinks 2020 is a palindrome. Some people might. Oh, well, it's got to be something, but palindrome is not the right word. No, it's not. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a repetition. Two zero two zero. Yeah, it's just repetitive. Yes. And a fascinating conversation we're having here. Should we tell, uh, should we kind of talk about what we're doing? I mean, why are we recording this conversation? I have been asking myself that for five minutes. So, <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and explain? I don't know if I have an explanation. It's just, you know, I can, I can say, I can tell you how this came up because we often have telephone conversations and we often, in the middle of those conversations, we say, you know, we should just record these conversations and publish them because people will probably listen to them. And so I guess we're testing that. I think we are, yes. Yes. And we often well, have the interesting conversations. <laughs> until we turn on the record button and then we don't know what to say. That is true. Yeah, well, that's because we are incredibly awkward in real life. Yes, in, in real life. Don't say hello to me in real life, because I, I, I just don't know what to do in social settings, as you no, well I, know. I know, I know, I know. Yes. All right, so we've covered the chit-chat portion. We have to, have you ever, let's talk about our sponsor, because yes, we did get a sponsor for this. Have you ever heard of Virtual Pen Show? I have indeed. What do you know about it? Anything? It's a pen show in your pocket. It's, basically, yeah. How does it get in your pocket? I'm not allowed to. Uh, <laughs> no, don't make up anything clever, Dr. Brown. You, no, don't do that. But, no, Virtual Pen Show, fantastic institution on Instagram. You can submit your your pens that you want to sell, and then it, they get posted on a specialized uh, Instagram account, Virtual Pen Show, and then people can buy a pens. Oh, I see. So it's sort of like a community pen show that takes place on Instagram. All in your pocket. All in your pocket. So we're just going to suggest that people take a look at Virtual Pen Show on Instagram. Or I suppose they could go to virtualpenshow.com. They could. They could. They could. All right. All right. We got that out of the way. But speaking of pens, I have a new pen. You have a new pen? I got a new pen. Well, it's, it's, it's new to me. It's my newest 
pen. I've had it probably a month now. Um, it is my Yardle lead, and I think you know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is because I uh, I have for a very long time tried to convince you to negotiate the vending of a yard lead pen. Well, yes, because you have one of these, don't you? Now, uh, the exact um, model, it's yard lead. It's the Grand, uh, Viceroy Grand or Grand Viceroy? Viceroy Grand. Grand with the Victorian pattern. And obviously, uh, I know you're trying to say something and I keep cutting you off. Why don't you say something? Go ahead. All right. (laughs) Did I lose you completely? (laughs) Because we are only doing this in audio, uh, we can't, people really can't see it. So I I think they should probably go to YouTube and find a review of this pen, which is probably out there somewhere. Probably. I would be surprised if there wouldn't be. I would be surprised if there wasn't a review of this pen. But uh, what I want to say is that I'm very impressed with Yardalet. I don't think they get the coverage that they deserve in the fountain pen community. I think Yardalet, and I, I have absolutely no stake in saying this. They are not my sponsors. I They have, I think, sent me two pens to review at some point. But uh, I'm not sponsored by them. But I will say this. I think that is a brand that makes pens that are worth every penny that you pay for them not just exactly. because it's yeah, not yeah. Just silver but the craftsmanship that goes into those pens is astonishing there's no other word for it I, and i suppose you say that in your review uh i well i said that complete crap in the review but no no i yeah <laughs> I, I said i said in the review that i i think it is a fantastic brand and it's a brand that uh either actually creates so has employs artisans i should say that actually handcraft patterns or they use machines that i think are well over 100 years old to create chasing uh, there's a lot of skill involved and i think that is very impressive and i fully agree that this is a brand that deserves way more attention than it gets i'm, I'm very surprised it doesn't get a lot of attention uh, the the uh, pattern that i have is the same one that you have the victorian pattern and, and i know this one is done by hand and it's just amazing. Now, if you if if you're going to think about getting a yard lead, you want to you want to be a person who likes sterling silver, because yes. as far as I know, everything they make is sterling. It is. There was a pen I had of them that was called the Retro. That was the same size as the Viceroy and kind of the same shape, but it had a um, let's call that a precious resin. Uh, casing but in reality it was plastic uh, that was that covered the barrel and that came in a barley chasing pattern and they made them in grand and standard sizes as well so those have plastic on them but i think that everything they have now is uh, is completely sterling silver right i've i've looked many times at their website and i'm not seeing the one you just described so was no, that a vintage pattern no, no, it, I, I owned one and I bought it in London in 2011, I think. Um, and oh, that I think, was the one with the silver nib, wasn't it? Yes, that was the one I thought <laughs> had a silver nib and I was you, corrected by the community that, yes, and they were right. But you, was right. But you didn't make that up, though. The person who sold you the pen told you it had a silver nib. 
I went to a fairly high-end uh, department store in London, and they told me, oh, yeah, Gav, it's, like, it's, uh, it's a silver nib, in it? And I thought, okay, uh, I'd never heard of that. But I, I didn't know that much about pens at that point. I mean, I don't no, know in much fact, about I, I can't tell you today why they don't make them out of silver. I imagine it has something to do with the uh, hardness of the metal or lack thereof. I suppose so. I think someone explained to me online that the silver would be way too soft and that it would just right. bend out of silver. Which makes sense. Not that gold so, is known for hardness, but you know. there has to be a very good reason they don't make them. Otherwise, uh, for they, sure. would them. they would be making them. So, yes, I just wanted to uh, mention my newest acquisition, the Yardled Viceroy Grand, which yeah. is gorgeous. Um, uh, it took me a long time to get it because they are rather pricey. Um, but they. they are. Uh, someone was having a Black Friday sale, and I said, well, I can't pass that up. So I, I pulled the trigger on that one. And mm. now, you know, I can have no more pens for the next five years. No, but, 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 but <laughs> who needs another pen? You buy something, again, that is entirely the pattern that's on your pen, on the barrel, and on the entire cap is hand-hammered by a person. This is not churned out by a machine with 5,000 a day. You know, this is one one gentleman, typically, I think they are gentlemen, but I could be wrong, but a, a, a skilled person is hammering your pen for you, which is amazing. They're numbered, and they, I think it's fantastic. Right, and uh, you just they don't get a lot of attention, and you don't see them very often either. Like, you go to pen shops. I mean, um, Laywines had one. Yes, in Toronto. They probably, they, they do carry Yardlid, but other than Laywines, Lay wines. I don't think I've seen them in stores. I don't think you see them that often in North America. In North America, yeah, it's probably in England. Uh, in England, you see them a lot. They are English-made, so. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I just suggest that people watch your video. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I suggest, I suggest they do that, but I also suggest that they really check out the brand. Right, and uh, they're, um, I mean, they're findable online. I don't, I know it's yardled.com, but it might be .co.uk, so you'd have to do a Google search, but it's very easy to find. And they have pictures of all their all their pens, and they don't just make fountain pens, and they make pencils too, right? They make uh, ballpoints, fact, yes. fountain pens, ballpoints, and or rollerballs and pencils. Yes. In fact, didn't they start with pencils? Is this not why they're called Yardled? You know in this fact, history a little. Pencils. Yes. Yes. Because you would get you would get a, a yard of lead worth in refills. Aha. Hence the name. Hence the name. And and you got that directly from them, right? You didn't just make that up. I can neither confirm nor. Oh. <laughs> No, very no, good. no. Very good. Yeah. That is that is absolutely uh, the, the the truth. For once, I I speak research truth. All right, moving on to uh, another subject. Uh, you recently said that you might be going to the DC Pen Show, or you were you were thinking about maybe going, or you're hoping to go, or I don't know what you said. Um, either all of the below or none of the above. Um, none I, of the um, above. You. I, no, I, I would I would like to go this year. It's been uh, the last time I was there was 2017. My time flies. It's really Doesn't disturbing. It and uh, so when, I thought. What year? What year were we there? Was it 14? 2012, Eric. 12. You Eight can't. Years. I cannot I, believe it. I cannot it, believe it. 
I know, I know. It was 2012, and then I I wasn't there for another five years. So I thought maybe you know three years next, maybe you know work up to being there maybe once a year. Who knows? Right? Who knows? But you're definitely not going to the Philadelphia Pen Show, which is in just a couple weeks. Philadelphia. I'm just trying to mention the Philadelphia Pen Show is in a couple of weeks. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, January 17th, 18th, and 19th in downtown well, Philadelphia. It depends. But, on but and I will be there. I will be there, and uh, uh, Gourmet Pens is going to be there, uh, and Jeez. many, many others are going to be there, but not Dr. Brown because uh, apparently you're busy. He's just a bitch, isn't he? Well, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but if you want to call him that, you go right ahead. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, I, uh, I am. This is the the start of my new. Uh, what is it now? The winter semester. So I have. I, it'd be hard for me to leave at this point in oh, time. Oh, are are you are you still in school? Uh, yes, yes. I feel like a student with a very strongly delayed uh, uh, program, but uh, yes, indeed. Might as well ask you about that. You have a position at this college in Red Deer, and I, uh, how's that working out for you? Very well, very well. And uh, this uh, this semester, the winter semester, I will be teaching two sections of statistics, which I enjoy, and none of the students do. I will be teaching one uh, introductory psychology section and then one section on brain and behavior, which is incredibly fascinating because it's cognitive neuroscience. The brain is immensely fascinating so it's always a lot of fun and i'm having a lot of fun there in general so yes i'm very excited for that so you're enjoying the job and they are treating you well absolutely oh no, absolutely right. fantastic college yeah yeah i really like it and how long have you been there now it's been a year since 2018 all right so more than a year yes yeah. yes again time flies man time flies and i guess you like it Good. It's good to know that you like it. Yeah. You yes. don't you don't get up in the morning and dread going to work. You get up in the morning and you're the first one there because you enjoy it so much. To be honest, pretty much, yeah. 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 Well, that sounds like you. Good. 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 Yes. Yes. I think I'm going to segue now, but before I segue into the next thing I want to talk about, I'm going to warn that anyone who's listening, uh, this is a spoiler alert. For the next 30 seconds or so, Dr. Brown and I we're going to we're going to talk about uh, potato salad. But at the end of that 30 seconds, we're going to talk about the new Star Wars movie, right? The Rise of Skywalker. I've so, been a fan of kartoffel salad. You know I, that? I, I, like, I like potato salad. Did you say that you, you're not much of a fan? I am not. I don't know why. When I think of potatoes, there's a lot of ways I like to prepare them. But potato salad is not one of them. With the mayonnaise, I don't know. It's just, no. never well, works yeah. I mean, it's not something that I seek out, but uh, I, I do, I do like it. I don't. It's not something that I avoid either. So. I, well, let, let me let me uh, let me pose. Go let me ahead. Put, let me put this question before you. The middle uh, of the night. The middle of the night. You are sound asleep. Picture it. You are sound asleep. I am picturing this. You picture it. Enrique Iglesias walks into your bedroom with a bowl of potato salad, sits down on the edge of your bed, and starts to feed you potato salad. Would you like that? Absolutely. Because I personally would not, if that would happen to me. But but you know we may have different views on that. We we definitely have different views. That would be yeah. Make that happen. I will ask him tomorrow. 
Oh, is, is he in one of your classes? He's learning about statistics, is he? No, no, he's one of the, the local Calgary pen people. <laughs> I suppose he yeah, is. We, oh, yeah, we'll have to talk about the Calgary pen people at some point, and, yeah. and I'm talking over you, so I'm going to give you a chance now to say whatever it was you were saying. No, no I said we call him Penrique. Penrique. <laughs> oh, I see. You have finally warmed up, have you? Good. I'm glad you're warmed up now, because we have to talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I don't want to... Toned out, so let's let's do it. Now you have seen it. I saw it. I saw it on Christmas Day, with half the planet. Yes, but I think you waited a day or two after that. Something. It was the box, Boxing Day. Oh, that's the twenty-sixth. All right, the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. I think uh, what I I don't know where where to start. I mean, I think we promised each other we we're going to keep this to twenty minutes or so. Um, we should I, have known it was in such an unrealistically optimistic statement in the first place with the two of us, but sure. <laughs> no, I'm going to cut you off in 20 minutes, which means we're, we're about three minutes out. Uh, okay. The big surprises for me in the movie, I was, all, of course, I was always trying to figure out who Ray was, uh, yeah. especially with that connection she has with Kylo Ren. I yeah. was trying to figure out that maybe she was also the daughter uh, uh of princess leah and was they were separated you know they're going to redo that story but when they when it was revealed finally i was both surprised and not surprised to find out that she was obi-wan's granddaughter yes yes me too i thought it was a very nice twist because i imagined for a second like what if she would have been palpatine's daughter but then i thought no that wouldn't have made nah, sense that would have been besides he's dead Exactly. Absurd thought, right? So, yeah, no, that was... Crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm happy they went that way with Obi-Wan's daughter, granddaughter. And, and the other thing that I, uh, I was... that kind of shocked me, I mean, I kind of knew that Kylo Ren was going to uh, kill Rey at some point, because they're always fighting, but the way he killed her was... I was almost as shocked as when he killed Han Solo. Yes, I know. I felt that way too. I mean, thinking that to to stuff her in a dead tauntaun and suffocate her to death is just, it was almost too much. It was just too much. Just too much. And then, what, he, he I, I was also surprised that once he did that and she disappeared, that he went to live in the remnants of the Death Star. I know. I found that strange too. But I did think that Ikea furniture he put in was very, very nice. Yes, it was a yes. nice touch. Nice touch, wasn't it? Nice touch. Now they got to get all their sponsors in. Of course, that's how they roll. Yeah. Did you enjoy the movie? I I did enjoy the movie, and I particularly enjoyed the fact that they brought back Han Solo from the dead as a cyborg. I thought that was a very nice uh, touch. Uh, then that he was now called Han Duo because, you know, he was sort of... Yeah, yes, I thought that... Nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, uh, speaking seriously now, of course, it, it, they, they called back a few times to the very first Star Wars, the one that I saw in the theaters in, what, 77 or 78 or something? 1877, um, yes. And I, I really enjoyed when she met up with the stormtroopers and she said, it's okay that we're here. You're happy yeah. that we're here. And then, then uh, not Poe. Finn says, does she do that to us? Yeah, yes. <laughs> they, they, had, they had me laugh a couple of times. It was good. I, I thought the, in general, I thought that the, the chemistry between Ray and Poe and Finn was superb. I really thought yes, it was amazing. Especially the little conversation they had. You were a spice runner? 
You were a stormtrooper. You were a spice. Exactly. Exactly. You were a they they did a they did a good job they did a good job there are what I consider to be things that cannot be explained but you just have to ignore those because it is science fiction and it is it's not real life. I also think that in general people get so incredibly upset over these movies, but it's it's a movie. It's just a movie. You, you Everything should... cannot work together <laughs> and be perfect. I mean, right. I think I was reading. Um, Kylo Ren, uh, after he sees Han Solo as a cyborg, as you say, yeah. he goes uh, to that very distant planet that requires uh, hyper drives yeah. in a in a Tie Fighter, which doesn't have a hyperdrive, and so people are upset about that. Like, yeah. Oh come on! And he also has the Force, and he's pretty good at it. Yes, exactly. And I think that just these, I really think that if you're discovering these types of plot holes you're just giving this way too much thought i mean there's there's i mean a large part of the world is starving and you're worrying about the fact that a tie fighter may or may not have a hyperdrive you know exactly. what I mean? exactly no i i thoroughly enjoyed the movie i did i, I enjoyed it, was... it i was i was quite surprised that uh, princess leo did so much acting uh, yes. considering uh, <laughs> considering the circumstances yes. um <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy the movie. I, I recommend you if you if you like Star Wars, you got to see the movie. I agree. And here's here's one more thing that I will say about it. I I also think that we have to, as the kids say, give mad props to John Williams for the soundtracks that he has been composing for over 40 years now. He's in his 80s. He composes an entire movie soundtrack and conducts it. And I think without that music. Star no, it would be nothing without the music. It has to have the music. Exactly. And I noticed that walking out of the theater, it's saying, again, they got me with the music. Because you yeah. just notice it. It's still in your head. It just, it goes, it leaves with you. And yeah, yeah he, he is, well, he's extremely talented. We'll just put it that way. I agree. So yes, uh, as, you, as you say, as the kids say, mad props. Mad props to Johnny. Mad so sorry for the spoilers if we gave anything away, but you know we did warn you with the potato salad. And, and I did we are, scene where they all sit down around the table and eat potato salad. I mean, now that you mentioned it, it was fine because I was I was thinking to myself they never eat they never eat, and finally they said eat, and so good for them, yeah. good for them because yeah. you know I can see you don't want to waste time, but you can have dialogue while people are eating and move the story along that way. But I know it's ridiculous. Plus the and they don't they, they never shower they never wash their clothes I, I don't know where all the clean clothes come from <laughs> those are the things I, I notice and I I think I think that that there's probably going to be more you know you know there's going to be more movies not in the Skywalker saga but but I think that we're onto something I think that will be a two and a half hour movie with two hours of sitting around the dinner table eating drinking <laughs> blue milk and then the re the remaining half hour is them doing laundry and dishes afterwards and well, you it was move. quite a quite a memorable scene. I suppose they could do a two-hour movie of just dialogue around the table. Why not? Why not? They're good actors, and they probably have good writers, and yeah, they can make that happen. We do, okay. however, need to wrap this up because we have gone over our twenty minutes. Oh my goodness! Do you think we should do this again next week? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, let's let's plan on doing this again next week. Now, next week I'm in. Uh, New York, that's not going to be a problem for you, is it? 
I don't really care, Eric. You don't care, okay. Do you think we should uh, uh, invite people to send questions? Because uh, there probably won't be another Star Wars movie that we can talk about. No, I think that 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 people should uh, should definitely uh, ask ask questions. Yes. All right. Assuming anyone is listening to this, and assuming anyone is going to listen to the next one, and assuming that same person would like to ask a question of the podcast or of Dr. Brown or of me, I think the questions could be sent to podcast at ericorosco.com. That's it. I think so too. Do you know how to spell my name, Dr. Brown? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, Eric is E-R-I-C. Orozco is O-R-O-Z-C-O. And the Q is silent, as in Fox. Exactly. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, the, my, my Eric is different from your Eric, but I was born first, so mine is correct. Well, you you were born first, so you have the C. It's It's... Like it comes first, oh, and right. it's, it's alphabetical. Yes, and then I got the K because I was a few years later. So at that point, they were up to the K, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Makes lots of sense. It was very pleasant speaking with you, and we should do this again next week. I agree. So I will say good night. Good night from the Bye. BBC. Service. From the BBC studios. <laughs>